Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. taking off my clothes and then he's going down on and oh my god that was good that was really good generally speaking guys don't make me nervous but a dominant can make me nervous and I was nervous everything he did was so thoughtful and so considerate except for when he fucked me like a dirty whore but that's exactly what I wanted that feels so good to me especially when I'm laying back hanging my head off the edge of the bed and just getting face fucked there's slobber there's drool my eyes are watering it's wonderful nothing feels as good it feels so good when you come with a cock in your mouth Uh, there I've said it it does it feels amazing we worked all over that bed and standing up I mean just bending oh yeah bending over I mean so many different positions and it was rough and hot and forceful and aggressive oh my god I I needed that so bad Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. So happy to be here today with you guys. Yay, it's Tuesday, my second favorite day of the week. Well, it's a tie between Tuesday and Friday. I love Fridays because that's when my private podcast comes out. Oh my gosh. If you're not listening to the private podcast, you have got to go check it out. There is, the content's just getting spicier and spicier. That's all I can say, guys. You really need to check it out. And I'll be talking a little bit more about some of the latest addition to the audio that I have over in the private podcast. (laughs) I like to put spicy audio in there, guys. I will talk about that in just a second, but I want to remind everybody, if you did not get a chance to listen to last Saturday's episode, you really, really should, guys. That is a very good educational episode. I'm discussing STDs with the guest on the show and Oh my gosh, guys, there's just stuff I didn't even know. I am now, I'm committed this year to getting tested a lot. I think it's something that's important. It's something I haven't done often enough. And I am committed to doing that consistently throughout the year. And I'm going to be, every time I test, I will read my results on the show. That's my commitment. If you have more than one partner, you really, really should be getting tested regularly. And admittedly, I haven't done it as often as I should, but I'm going to be better about that. And I'm off to the races. So this year is, uh, there's going to be, I'm going to be having a lot of fun. So that means I'll be doing a lot of testing. All right, guys, check last Saturday's episode out. It sounds like a maybe not so fun subject. Trust me, I made it fun. You know me, come on. If there's anybody that can make STDs fun, it's me. (laughs) All right, so... Let's see. This is going to be interesting. I can't wait to jump into this. I Let's just say, I don't know if I can count this as scratching off my get back into BDSM task on my sex bucket list. However, 
I'm going to take it as a yes. I'm going to count it as a win. So I met somebody that I felt would be good for the BDSM role. And I guess what I mean by that is that sounds so generic, but what I mean by that is just somebody that is understands about a dominant submissive dynamic, somebody that just is is a good dominant, sort of embodies all of the things, all of the qualities that I'm looking for in a good dominant and respects, you know, the submissive's side and the dynamic and just all that good stuff. So I meet this guy. By the way, his first name alone is enough to get my panties wet. Like he has such a great first name. Like I'm brokenhearted that I have to give him a nickname. I am giving him a nickname and it's Ricky Bobby. (laughs) Do not ask me where that came from or why it jumped into my head, but it did after we were having our little post-coital discussion. And I told him, well, what's your nickname going to be? You know, and I've got to give you a nickname. And it just jumped into my head. We got to talking somehow. I probably referenced Talladega Nights. And then I was like, boom, Ricky Bobby. Like It just hit me. So there we go. He doesn't look like anybody in the movie. Nothing like that. Just that's what I'm settling on. Okay. So now I can call him Ricky Bobby. So I meet Ricky Bobby and I just, I liked him right away. And I could tell he's just a good soul. Real, just again, like down to earth guy, calm in control of himself and sexy and, but considerate. I mean, a real gentleman in and out of the bedroom, which is very important. And I wanted someone that I could trust to start engaging in that type of sexual interactions with, again, it's taken me a long time to come back around to this. It's probably almost been three years. I mean, just shy of three years, really. I'm going to round it up and say three years. It feels like 30, (laughs) literally. It really does. It feels so far in my, like, it feels like 30 years that I've done that. It moves slowly (laughs) when you haven't done it. The years don't go quick. Anyway, and I've been missing it. And it was hard for me to know if I was really missing the play or the person. And I think I've kind of sorted that out in my head enough to the point where I could, okay, feel like I could engage in that type of play again without comparing it to someone else, which is just what I didn't want to do. If I'm going to submit to someone with that type of sexual play and interactions that I don't want to be setting this guy up for an impossible task or me being disappointed. And and I was really honestly worried about that. I was worried about me being disappointed. I was worried about me not being able to separate this with one person this versus that with another person. And I just didn't want to get stuck in in comparing the two. So anyhow, everything's going along well. I'm liking Ricky Bobby. We were great on our video call. Then we met for lunch and we just sat there and talked. And I could have talked to him forever. And I was just like, you know what? Yes, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to see what happens with this guy. So we finally 
we're like, okay, it's a go. Let's plan, you know, as I'm leaving, it's basically arranged that or indicated that we're going to meet again. The next date will be a play date. So we set, you know, we set the date. And before that, we had this nice long conversation. He's going through this big long list, asking me all this stuff about boundaries. And we're just talking about everything. And you have to, if you're going to engage in this type of of sex with someone, you really need to have a discussion about limits, what you like, what you don't like. I mean, we spent a long time on the phone, definitely over an hour, just going through, I mean, maybe two, just going through all of the stuff to make sure that the play would be consensual and safe and enjoyable for both of us. And that's what I love about BDSM. The comp, I mean, you have to, there cannot be any bullshit. You have to be straight and communicate. So we get through all that and I'm feeling now I'm just, you know, the, the, the fact that he, it was so considerate and wanted to do that. I was just like, oh, feeling even more excited about him better and better. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. So he picks this really nice. We live a couple hours apart. So we decided, you know, he came to me for the first time for lunch. And I was like, let's, why don't we meet in the middle? And we, you know, so that he didn't have to drive too far. So we were both kind of like, we both drove about 45 minutes, I believe. And um, so he picked this really nice hotel and, you know, we're staying at the hotel and it was just, the you know, and, and he had brought all the stuff, you know, that he said he was going to bring. And, oh, but before, bef- the night before we go, he tells me that I need to pick an outfit and what I have on. He's He's waiting to see what I pick for him to wear underneath and over. And that if he likes it, that I'll get a reward. (laughs) So I get this text probably around 10 o'clock at night, the night before we're going to meet. And I'm like, oh, damn. Oh, snap. I mean, you know, I had some things to think about that night. I was like, whoa, okay. I mean, it was very exciting. I'm like, yes, yes. And so it begins. I'm just like, oh, my God. Yes, this is what I've been missing. Thank you. Thank you for stepping up and telling me what to do or, you know, or giving me that, just that dominant direction. It's already starting and I'm fucking wet in my pants. Like, I love it. So anyway, so I did, I picked out this great set that actually I was going through my, you know, my lingerie drawer. I'm like, what am I going to wear? Oh my God. You know, (laughs) trying to pick stuff out. And I found this one set and I'm like, oh, hey, I haven't worn this in a long time. And it's a, it's French. The the maker is French. And it's just this kind of like hot pink kind of magenta color and just a really cool stock thong and bra and, but nice. It sounds like, doesn't sound fantastic, but it's fucking fantastic. And anyway, I felt fucking fantastic with it. I was like, oh yes. You know, when you put on the right lingerie, it just elevates you. It makes you feel damn sexy. 
And I was feeling damn sexy. So I was all happy. And I was happy that I sort of also rediscovered that set because I kind of forgot about it. And it was sort of pushed to the back. So when I busted that out, I'm like, oh my gosh, look at this. I forgot about this. And sure enough, it looked perfect. Off we go. So I get there and we go to the room. I'm a little nervous. I won't lie because again, like this is a big deal for me. This is a huge step (laughs) getting, just letting someone even just touch me this way, even considering it, you know, even trying it with somebody else. It just, it's been one of those areas that I just haven't wanted to re-engage in BDSM. I've missed it. I've longed for it. And, and so boom, now I'm about ready to do it. And I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm totally feeling nervous. I'm like, oh my God, I feel like a little girl. I feel like a 17 year old kid. What the fuck is going on? But I'm not showing that. I'm, I I don't think that's noticeable at all. It's just what I'm like feeling inside. So, you know, we get in the room and um, we're, you know, I was checking it out. It was, it was nice. It was a great place. It was like, oh my God, I wish we were like actually going to stay the night. So we get checked in and then, you know, he's checking out my, he's checking out my outfit and he makes, he basically asked me to stand there so he can inspect me. Oh my God, I'm getting inspected. So I'm getting just the, I'm getting the full once over 360. And then I have to take my clothes off, take my dress off. So I take the dress off and he likes the dress. He approves of the dress and then the dress comes off and he approves of the lingerie. I would have been really surprised. There's no way in hell if you have any taste at all that you would have disapproved of this lingerie. If he would have disapproved of the lingerie, I might have had to get a little pissy. I would have had to go into bossy, sassy sub mode because fuck no, this set is hot and I look hot in it. So don't, there's just no way. (laughs) Anyway, he liked it. I was feeling good in it, which was great. That kind of helped with the nerves. Like I would not want to show up granny panties. Now I would never do that, but I'm just saying that that just totally takes, puts you in a different headspace. So, you know, I was feeling very confident, feeling sexy and excited that I was really excited. I was about, I was about to finally get some rough play because I haven't had any of that in a long, long time. So we start to get into it. He's examining everything. He's taking off my clothes and then he's going down on me. And oh my God, that was good. That was really good. Really, really good. For like the first time someone's ever gone down on me. I mean, he had the fingers going. It was really good. And you know what he did? This is what I love that he did right. He didn't just immediately like dive down on my clit. He teased me for the longest time. He went around my whole labia and around my clit, above, around, like didn't touch it, but was super close. So that was driving me crazy. And then he was licking everything very lightly, the outside of everything, but not my clit. And then I'm like, oh my God, please lick my clit, please lick my clit. And then when he finally does, it's like, oh yes. And I mean, I was panting, just panting. Was so good. Enjoyed it immensely. (laughs) I was like, and he made me come, which again, this is like the fact that I even had one orgasm. Now I'll get to how many I had in a second, but the fact that I just had one straight out of the gate with a complete stranger doing something that, because the dom sub dynamic is a little more intense. So I'm a little more nervous 
Like I normally, when it's somebody new, I'm not nervous at all. Generally speaking, guys don't make me nervous, but a dominant can make me nervous. And I was nervous. So the fact that I relaxed right away and just eased right into it and was able to come really pretty quickly once he was going down on me. I mean, I think, I don't know how long that took, but not very, I don't know. I can't even, can't even really remember, but certainly not to the point where he was like, oh my God, this is taking so long. <laughs> it really didn't, but it just, he had great technique, great pressure. And then once he finally did get on my clit, oh my God, he was right there, like with my body's rhythm. And he knew how much suction and how much licking to do and how much pressure. It was perfect. It was really, really good. <laughs> so. That was check one for me. I was happy about that. So after that, once I got that first one out, guys, I was like, oh, it is on. I cannot wait this, wait for this. Now, here's the interesting part. So remember, I was saying like, I was really worried about being with him and having him do all this stuff and me feeling like, oh, this isn't what I've had before and being disappointed. Like me, I was worried about, everything he did, maybe me comparing it. And I'll just say this, it was totally different. He, when he was choking me out, it felt different. It felt totally different. <laughs> People were like, oh my God, he was choking her. Yes, I love it. I love it. it. Fucking turns me on. Choke me, please. When you've got his, you know, when, when he's got his hands around my neck, it's just, it's hot. And but it felt different. I mean, I can feel the difference. And it wasn't a bad thing. It was good, actually, because I think if it would have felt the same, it would have freaked me out. But actually, it since it didn't, it didn't freak me out. The pussy slaps that he did with his dick on my pussy, those were different than the other pussy slaps I've had. The eye gazing. He did a lot of eye gazing, which I fucking love. Oh my God. Yes. Because it's so intense what we're doing. I, and I want to, I want the feedback. A lot of guys don't do that. They don't, they don't talk a lot during sex and they don't look at you a lot. I mean, they're looking at what's going on, but they're not like looking at you, like checking your eyes to see how you're doing or how, if you're okay or whatever, just if you're enjoying it. Like I know they can tell by the noises I'm making, but it's nice to have somebody actually look in your eyes, connect with you there. And so obviously he, and he was doing that and it was great. And, and oh, here's the other thing, guys, he asked me about aftercare. I, this is the only, the one gripe I will say is, uh, previously I never got any aftercare, was never asked about aftercare at all. Really, I don't think I need it that much, but it was just fucking nice to have somebody even ask me and care. It, oh yeah, it was great. And, and so anyway, it just like everything he did was so thoughtful and so considerate except for when he fucked me like a dirty whore, but that's exactly what I wanted. And man, did that guy fuck me. Holy shit. Okay. Let's get into the fucking, it was, I mean, just grabbing me and the slapping and the face fucking. Oh my God. I haven't done, the, I mean, full on just face fucking. It was, it was like heaven. <laughs> I sat there and I played with my clit while I was getting face fucked. 
that is that is really literally one of my favorites. I think I could do that. If someone said, what would you want to do? You can't have intercourse anymore, but what? no more penis to vagina. What, what could you do? I hope you're enjoying this episode. I'm so sad it has to end. Are you craving more content with me? Don't worry. I've got you covered. Go even deeper with me on my private podcast. You get four additional episodes a month published every Friday, revealing outtakes from my super private personal audio journal, things said after the show, but when I'm still recording, the inside scoop on who's been naughty and who's been naughtier, bombshells I've kept to myself this whole entire time, things I can only talk about with a more intimate group of listeners, and additional surprise bonus content so hot it makes even me blush. So when you finish this episode and you're still craving more, please allow me to satiate you. Just head over to thecuriousgirldiaries.com and click on exclusive or click on the link in the show notes. All right, on with the show. I would, that would probably, I would say that if I could suck a dick and touch my clit while I'm doing it, that would be my second runner up right there. Like that feels so good to me, especially when I'm laying back, hanging my head off the edge of the bed and just getting face fucked. There's slobber, there's drool, my eyes are watering. It's wonderful. Oh, I love it so much. I really do. And my, my clit's throbbing and I'm, I get to tease myself and edge myself and come like that. Nothing feels as good. It feels so good when you come with a cock in your mouth. There, I've said it. It does. It feels amazing. There's something about it. It's like, and you're just trying. And what I love about it, it's the tease. It's like trying to ride that wave and be in that moment where you're still trying to not lose rhythm with, with your mouth and his dick. That's why it's so fucking hot. That's why it's cool. Like, because it's almost the sweet torture of orgasming and then, but having to, feeling that and pulsing and convulsing and still having to suck a mean dick. Oh, I love it. Okay. (laughs) I'm still a little giddy from our, I'm still a little giddy from our get together. It just was very fun. Okay. Oh, his, this is different. This is way, way different. This is unique about him with any other guy I've ever been with. Ricky Bobby likes me to grab his dick really hard. I mean, so hard. I was telling him like, I need to work on my hand grip strength. That's how fucking hard he wants me. Grabbing his cock, jerking his cock, stroking his cock, just with this massive grip. And when I'm jacking him off and playing with it, holy shit. No, he was like, grab my dick, like really grab my dick. No, grab it tighter. I'm like, I was shocked. I mean, of course I did it like, like a good girl, but I was really, holy shit. I've, I've just never grabbed a dick that, that strongly and that firmly and that with that much just friction and he loved it. Like that's his thing. Okay. Note to self. So that's one thing that's totally different about Ricky Bobby, but man, we did. I mean, we, he was sweating. I was sweating. I mean, my hair was you had that fully full on fucked hair because my hair was down when I went there. And I mean, we worked all over that bed and standing up. I mean, just bending. Oh yeah. Bending over. I mean, so many different positions and it was rough and hot and forceful and aggressive. Oh my God. I, I needed that so bad. 
fuck, sometimes you just, you need that. You need to be fucked like a dirty whore. I, I don't know what else to say. It just feels so fucking good to be thrown around, picked up. You know, I mean, he picked me up and just move, when a man just moves you, you does he's not like, okay, what, what position do you want to get into next? He's just like, boom, moving you and faster than you even really know what's going on and fucking you the whole time. He takes, only takes his dick out just to boom, move you and then he's right back in and fuck, I was so wet. Oh my God. Well, <laughs> when he was done eating me out, my pussy juice was dripping off of his beard. This is no joke. Like literally drip, drip, drip. I, I was in awe of it. Actually, I was in shock. I'd never seen, I've never noticed me making a guy's beard that wet, so wet. It just was dripping off of his beard. I mean, I, it was incredible. It really was incredible. I was like, holy shit. I was proud. I was proud of that. How do you like that pushy, pussy juice? <laughs> do you like it? It looks good on you. Oh, and then when he, then when he was driving home, he was texting me that he could still smell me on him. And I'm like, oh God, yes, that's the fucking best. Don't take a shower. Sleep with that pussy juice in your beard, rub it all over your pillow. And then you can keep that smell until I come over and rub this pussy all around your bed. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm crazy. Okay. I was loud as fuck. There is. And as I was leaving, it was hilarious because the neighbors had turned their TV up really loud. I think they were trying to drown me out. I know they were trying to drown me out. There's no way they didn't hear what was going on in that room. I mean, it was nasty. It was raunchy. I was loud as fuck. And that's all there is to know about that. I mean, these poor people next to us. I I did. I felt so bad. I do. I feel bad, but I can't help it. it you know, when it feels, when, when you're caught up in the moment and everything's just feeling so good. And I mean, he just fucked me in all the right positions and you know, we took great video and oh my God, the video that I got, I am posting over in my private podcast, not the video guys, the audio. Okay. I do not post, I don't, I don't post video in the private podcast, but I post the audio from the video that I took and it is quite spicy, very salacious. I think I'm having an orgasm during, yes, I think it's, I record one of the times where I'm just building up, building up and I'm like, oh my God, I was just so ready to come on his cock. And I'm like, I've got to, we have to capture the sounds and it's just the hard smacking and oh, all that. Oh my God. I love it. All that good stuff. So that's, <laughs> see, I'm, woo, I need a fan. That is all over in the private podcast. And if you're not subscribed to the private podcast, you had better jump on over there. That's where the extra spicy content is. If you're not in there, you are missing out. I love to just dish over in the private side. I can be way more open, get way more into detail. If you think I give a lot of detail here, guys, you've got to, there's the bigger version of the story is always told on the private podcast. So that's where I can be just a little more graphic, even though if this is a podcast, I still have to worry about censorship and I have to be careful. So I can only say penis, vagina, fuck all that so many times before I get in trouble. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble, guys. Well, that's not true. Sometimes I do. It depends on who I'm getting in trouble with. Who's going to be dishing out the punishment? Because I 
any good submissive will like to test her boundaries. And when she's told no, a lot of times we just have to really make sure it's a firm no. So sometimes it's just fun to get in trouble. Speaking of getting in trouble, I did get a little bit in trouble and I got hand marks all over my ass. Got some great pictures of that too. Those handprints, that's just hot to me. Like I love that. That's really what started off our whole encounter was him whipping me around, bending me over and giving that first wind up. And you know what? It was like that moment for me, it was like in slow motion because it was the end of three years. It all ended with that, with the whoosh of that wind up. And then that just like that crack like that, just like that. It was boom. <laughs> and I was, oh my God. I mean, I, I grunted and I just kind of like, oh, you know, like it felt so good. It hurt and it felt so good at the same time. And, and it, it just was the, when I felt that first, that first spanking, I was like, it's on, it's fucking on. So there we go. I did get tied up a little bit. That was really, that was kind of a little bit of an afterthought after we were done. But anyway, it was great. It was, it was, I could not have asked for better, to be honest with you. Just, just, you know, for jumping back into it. I like Ricky Bobby. I, I want to see where it goes. I don't, you know, I don't know. Are we going to have this, you know, perfect Dom sub relationship? I don't know. I actually don't know. I don't know if that's going to, we'll see if it evolves. I have no idea. But it was nice to do that with someone that knows what they're doing, that respects the dynamic, likes the dynamic, enjoys it just as much as I do, prefers it. And yeah, it was just, it was a really good thing. I, I was worried about it. I did it. It's, I, I, I officially say I'm crossing this off my bucket list, meaning if it continues, that's great. But if it doesn't, I'm not, I don't have to keep going out there and pursuing it because I have scratched it off. We'll see. And we'll see, you know, we'll see what happens. If it, it like I said, I'm, I'm very curious to see what becomes of it. I would like to keep moving forward and just and see where he takes it. That's the fun thing. Again, that's just like, it's a fun thing. It's just someone's leading you. They're going to be the one leading you through all of this. And I love that so much more than I can tell you. I hate to be the one that's the planner, the thinker, the doer when it comes to relationships. I just don't. And I love, you know, a, a strong dominant man who takes control of that stuff. And it takes control of the sexual situation and which is great because guess what if he's in control and when he wants it then he'll get it i'm pretty much usually amenable and if he's asking then fantastic so anyway there we go guys i hope you enjoyed this i i'm excited to say like i said this year is off to the races we will see how it keeps going i've got some other great stuff coming up i have a meetup with a couple. So that is very exciting. And I don't mean a meet and greet because we've already done that. It is go time, people. <laughs> so I'm going to get something else over my bucket list crossed off soon. So everybody keep listening. This is just going to be a very fun month. I just have a feeling there's going to be all kinds of twists and turns. I can't wait. 
All right, everyone, stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Love you guys. Check out the private podcast. Go to my website. Leave me a voicemail, thecuriousgirldiaries.com. On the homepage there, click on the pink tab on the right-hand side. You have five minutes. Let it rip. I get back to everybody, and I love hearing from you. Love you guys. Bye. so much for listening and if you like what you hear refer me to a friend and make sure you're following me on social media also go to the website thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content and as usual questions or comments you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com 